everyone. My name's Hannah. And I'm Abby. And we are the, the Homegirl Hustlers. We are here to be your guides on how to adjust your mindset, lifestyle, and habits to become the best version of yourself and pursue your passion without limits. Hey, Homegirl Hustlers. Welcome back again. We always love to welcome you. But we have a great episode for you guys today. I mean, what's new? This episode is all about how to find purpose in your career. So question of the day, are you working to work or are you working for a purpose? It can be easy to flit through life from job to job, doing work to pay the bills and maintain the lifestyle you choose, but are you truly finding purpose in that position? Do you feel like your work has meaning and value? Although yes, your first job or like even the next two or three may not be your dream job and everything you hoped and wished for. But are you taking steps to find purpose in your career or are you just getting by? The reality is life's too short and we spend so much time in our career. It's so important to make sure that the one you choose gives you a sense of purpose and meaning. So today, that is going to be all we're talking about. We have so much to go over and just really excited to talk about this topic because I feel like it's so necessary. Even I am like following my passion, following my dreams with Boost Your Brand with the company Abby and I started and with like fitness with training everyone that I train in Orange Theory and I'm just like loving it but there are still moments that I have to sit back and look back and think am I living my purpose am I living my passions am I really giving everything and so even though you may seem from from your life that you've made all those decisions correctly there are still times when you need to sit back and reflect and think about these things absolutely and this is a really good topic for our hustlers especially because there's like a fine line between finding fulfillment in work. So some people like to find their purpose in their career. And some people are like, "Uh, I'm scared to even have fun doing my work because I want work to be work and fun to be fun. So also know yourself in these positions. Because when I was younger, someone told me work is meant to make money. And then you go and you take your time on your own and you spend that money how you want. Me personally, I felt like that was a very unfulfilling life. I mean, you're spending a majority of your waking hours, productive hours on your career, on the things that you call work. And you are going to do that for a long time because we're going to have to work until we don't need to work anymore. And that could be when you're you're 50, 60. No, retirement, man, retirement. But like, (laughs) we really vouch for, oh, yes, I'll retire with this much. I'll have this. I'll have that. And it's like, why wait? Why wait to be 50 years old with a million dollars when you could have just enjoyed your life while living your career that fulfilled you as well? Amen. And the the things that we're going to be talking about today, guys, again, obviously, as you guys know, Abby and I love to share our experience, but we're also talking about different tips and things that really cool articles from Indeed and Forbes talk about. They have some really great points. Even Mark Zuckerberg has a whole speech on finding purpose in your career. And so there's like a lot of big celebrities talk about it. A lot of successful people talk about it. A lot of articles mention it. I mean, it's it's just a really, it's a really great topic and we're really excited to dive into it. So something that we want to touch on when we're first thinking about how to find our purpose in our careers is figure out what your overall purpose is in life and what that means to you. I'll use myself for example. For me, like my overall purpose in life has a lot to do with my faith and my spirituality. So overall, and I think about when I think about too finding my overall purpose, I think of myself on my deathbed and like 
if I died and I'm on my, or I'm dying and I'm on my deathbed and I look back, what would be a successful life to Hannah? What would that look like for me? If I lived out my purpose, what would my purpose be? And when I think about that scenario, when I think about that, I think I want to know that I lived my days as a light for Christ. And when people knew me, they were able to like meet Jesus in some type of way. And I was able to show my faith in those, in like different scenarios and different instances and like share the gospel. Because for me, that's like everything, even though I struggle like literally on the daily and I'm going to keep failing throughout my life to like literally do that because we're all imperfect, including me. When I look back at it, like that is my overall purpose. And so that's kind of like overall life purpose. And so I'm like, okay, when I look back, that's what I think about. I also think about, you know, people in life that I care about and that I love. Like, did I spend time with them? Was I intentional? Did I have an impact on them? And so those are things I think about as well. So that's like my overall life purpose of why I'm here, what I'm here for. So that overall, I think is the first really important part for you to kind of like, just have some time, take a day with yourself and just think if I'm on my deathbed, like, and I'm looking back, what is my purpose? I love that. And I think that's a little harsh to tell people to <laughs> picture yourself on your deathbed. But like we talk about it in some episodes where at the end of the day, you're going to die one day. You have one life. That's something that you have to be able to accept. And then it helps you reflect a little bit as well. So I think that it's very important to find your purpose. What makes you excited? For me, it's family time. I love spending time with my family. I always feel like we are a force when we're together and I love are. <laughs> I since I was like 16 I was like we need generational wealth because we're the first generation in this country we have people that establish things for us but our family hasn't been in this country for hundreds of years and we have houses and we have cars and we have people that left things behind no literally nothing was left behind nothing there hasn't you, been a time for things to be You are what's left. left behind. Yeah, like it's just the memories <laughs> of crossing oceans. But like that was a big thing for me too, like generational wealth and maximizing experiences. But always God first, always God first. God is literally the like the stepping stones to everything. If you don't have God with you, mm -mm, that's part of my purpose, okay? It's the center. It really is. It's the center. And I think a lot of people too struggle to be in touch with their spirituality. And I think that's something that everyone needs to go through and needs to like sit with themselves and think about because that really is a big part. We have a soul. We are mind, body, spirit, and soul. And so like our soul is like, I think it's something that people may look past because it's harder to be, you know, think deeper we kind of want to be like happy-go-lucky, but like sometimes you have to think deeper and, and be in touch with that side. And like it's obviously important to think about what your overall purpose is in life, but it's also important to figure out what you're passionate about and what lights you up as well. Yes, that's huge. It's something that really helps with finding your purpose because when you're passionate about something, you're excited to do it, you're excited to wake up and conquer it, then nothing can stop you. Literally, like your spirit is alive. It's awakened. It lights you up. And I always tell people, think about when you were younger and what you used to do when you were bored. Think about five years ago and what you would do when you were just bored. 
And think about now what you do when you're bored that might be something crafty, might be something that is just, maybe you just help people. Maybe you isolate yourself and you hang out by yourself. Maybe you start doing a bunch of research on random things, but think about what makes you happy. Maybe you go watch a bunch of documentaries and start asking yourself, why do I watch these documentaries? You like to hear stories, right? You like to learn about other cultures. Well, how does that tie into your major? Well, I'm majoring in women and gender study, and I actually would love to tell the story of other women in different countries. That's something that I've always wanted to do. Sometimes it's right in front of us, and we just do not know ourselves enough to be like, I'm, I am passionate about this. I love it. It makes me feel alive. And we so often take the things that we love and are passionate about, and we try to think like, eh, I shouldn't put this much time into this. Like almost like I'm enjoying this too much. Must go work on something else. And it's like, no, even me, I always loved art. I love to draw. I would win art contests when I was younger. But I told my parents I want to be an artist. And they're like, no, you don't. And I was like, you're right. I don't. <laughs> they said, no, you don't, child. That's no. That's a no. And now I'm literally doing graphic design. And I'm like, I've always loved this. I've always enjoyed it. It's not a chore to me. I actually like thoroughly enjoy it. Like I get excited when we have a new projects to the point where everyone's like, what's wrong with this girl? <laughs> so like find that thing that makes everyone go, why is she so happy? Yes. And I think for me too, like that was something I had never like really worked out a lot in high school. And I would always, I was kind of like hiding though. I would always like make fun of people who were working out so much. Like there's so many more fun things you can do while working out. I was in a phase of my life where I was just like hiding and neglecting things. And then little do I know, a few years later, I'm training like athletes and coaches and like fitness is my life. Like it's like I'm like working out at any free moment I get. And so I think it's just really, really funny how life works out. But you have to, like Abby said, like think about what your passion is. And so it's like what lights you up. And that could be, like I was talking to Haley, a girl that we work with, and I was like just like asking her different questions. I'm like, what do you genuinely love doing? Because she was like boxing for a while. And I'm like, do you genuinely love boxing? Like is that something that you love? And she goes, yeah, I mean I do. But I love doing makeup. I think that's so cool. And then we found this girl who is a Texas A&M track star. She's like on the track team killing it. Well, she also really loved makeup. So what did she do? She did a full look for every one of her meets. She had long curled hair, full, like full on, like rainbow eyes. Like, I mean, just like makeup look, like for every one of her meets. And it became like iconic and she like blew up and it was like killing it. And it was just like, that's so cool to me to combine what you're passionate about. Cause you could look at it and say, oh yeah, I love makeup. Like that doesn't have a place in my track career. Like I'm, I'm that's like track is track makeup's makeup. Like I just like it on the side, but she found a cool way to combine the two and like do what her, what do what she's passionate about and not be afraid of that. And I think too, it's really, really cool to be able to combine those things because that also helps your purpose. Like when I'm coaching at Orange Theory, but then can also combine my marketing knowledge and expertise from Booster Brand and all the clients we work with, I feel so valuable because I'm like, wow, I not only can add to the space by being a fitness instructor, but I can add to this space by helping make community partners or network with people or make these connections or do some graphic design work or like any type of marketing campaign, like they, they use me a lot for that. And I love doing that because it gives me a sense of 
it gives me a sense of purpose because I know what I'm passionate about. And so I think, again, it's like a thing. We've talked about this a long time ago. I think in episode one, when we were talking about defining your niche, but it's like, what are you passionate about? And if you don't know, start trying hobbies, start trying things and start like just like giving yourself new experiences because you never know what you could discover. Absolutely. Like you never know. You really have to look within yourself, look inside and find out. Mm -hmm. And then I think too, what's important and something else Abby and I wanted to touch on after this was like finding a career that gives you a combination. So I was also, there's like Forbes article that's talking about like, why purpose beats passion. And they were kind of talking about basically like how passion lights you up and motivates you. Yes. But purpose gives you that grit. When you have a purpose of outside of yourself and Mark Zuckerberg talks about this too. I think it was like a Harvard commencement speech where he was talking about it, but it was like, you have to have yes, purpose for yourself. Like you're driven, but at the same time, you have to have a purpose outside of yourself. You have to have something outside of yourself that you're working for. When I'm at my lowest low and my low days, I think about when I have kids one day and I think about my family and I think about people that I want to inspire who are coming up after me and that inspires me to help keep going. When I think about how I'm doing all these things with like work and I'm like working endlessly, I think about how I'm not just working for me, I'm working for the Lord. And so it's like outside of myself, my family, my the next generation of women who are scared or nervous or intimidated. I'm thinking about all these external things, people outside myself that I am I'm working towards. And that gives you grit. That gives you like, okay, now I'm going to make it through. It's not just the passion. It's the purpose. And the purpose is a big deal. Yes. No, I love that because you do remember things outside yourself in moments like those. I will even say like with all transparency, when I was told I have to stay an extra week and a half for the pageant, that like messed me up. I was excited. Yay, media week. Yay, I get to tour Johannesburg. But I was like, I had to constantly remind myself why I was still there because it became so stressful and so hard that I was like, why am I in these spaces? I'm like, I'm inspiring young girls. Like there was a little girl that called me every day of my pageant experience up until I won. She was the first person I called. I was like, I won. She's like, you got the crown? You're the queen? (laughs) And like, that is like something that's outside of myself that I'm like, I love to be able to inspire and help others find themselves. And those things, like it might be at the most joyful times, you know, at the most hard times in your life, but always remember that your purpose will lead you the right direction. I think too- Tying this in, some examples that Indeed gave when it comes to combining your purpose and your passion, they gave kind of some things to think about. And I want to kind of like just like give you guys these things to think about as well. So when you're thinking about a career and combining your purpose and your passion and what that looks like, think about these things. So one thing to think about is make sure you enjoy the work. Are you going to enjoy the work? The next thing to think about is, is it a good fit for you? The next thing, does it provide reasonable compensation for the life that you want to live? And even if that's not right now, like, is there a plan for growth for you there? The next thing, does it fill a need? And the last thing, does it give you a chance to give back? So those are all things to think about. And honestly, I almost fell into the trap of, if you guys don't know my story, like instead of starting Boost Your Brand, I almost started working as a chief of staff for a company in Dallas. And 
I was just really excited about the opportunity. But if I would have asked myself these questions, would I enjoy the work I would be doing? Uh, not really. Not really at all. I wouldn't really enjoy the work. Would he be a good fit for me? Not really. I was really going to do it just because I had a great mentor there and I was going to make a good compensation. The next thing, it does it provide reasonable compensation. That was a yes. But like Abby said before, corporate can give you golden handcuffs. They can give you everything that you would want and desire, like a car and like good compensation and all these things. But at the end of the day, if it's not a good fit for you and you don't love what you're doing and you don't find passion and purpose in your work, you're going to burn out and be exhausted and become resentful and then lose your passion and your purpose that you had and then have to refind it. And that can be really, really hard. And then people also grow really cold and they can grow really hard in these careers. Like I was even talking to a girl the other day and she was like, I'm so excited to got this job offer. Guess how much it is. Guess how much I'm making. And I'm like, great. I'm like, is this what you want to do? <laughs> like, is this what you're interested in? She goes, I think so. And I was, it's like her first job. And I'm like, well, I hope that you're able to obviously like find out if you like it or not and know that like you're not married to this. So if you end up not loving it and it's just not for you, that you're able to switch if you if you want to, because it's not just all about the money. I think outside of college, we always think what's going to be my offer or what's going to be this. And it's like, that's great. But if you hate what you're doing, you're going to be miserable. Yeah. Oh, now I'm triggered. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, that's so true. It's like you need to find something that works for you, something that makes you happy. Because even for me, I loved my job. And at the end of the day, like after two years, I was just tired of it. And I was tired of not seeing it grow the direction I wish it would grow, the direction I needed growth for myself. And I was like, just you get tired, you get exhausted, and you really have to realize you only have one life to live. It's like, easier to say, but like you literally have one life. You're going to spend years being tired, exhausted. And if that's what you want to work for, then okay. But like, there's so many things in life that could satisfy you in your quality of life as well. Including our fourth point, which is seeking out an impactful organization. So something that has an impactful organizational culture it has something behind it. It also is an organization that is bigger than itself. And that is going to give you purpose every day you walk into work because you might share that goal with those people. You might share the sentiment of, I think those things are important as well. I think a good example is Boost Your Brand, our company. Because we try to be impactful overall, but like when it comes to our vision mission statement, we want to boost forward-thinking brands. We want to create transformative experiences. We want to have people around us that are also looking to grow and learn and willing to be selfless in that process. And so me and Hannah even present ourselves the same way to these people. And so our impact, it's not about what you're doing in this room. It's about the overall changes that you're making in the world. And so when you have that in place, it makes it a little easier for you to work on things. You're not just doing it to check it off the list. You're remembering that there's a bigger purpose to this. There's a bigger reason behind this. And there's going to be a bigger reward as well because you're not just going to get your $1,000 for the week and be like, okay, I'm happy. No, you're going to be happy because you finished the job and you did what you set out to do. Yes. This is something that like when I was going through the master's program, we were talking about our careers this is something that like they continuously ask us to think about like what when you're working for a company, 
Do they give back to an organization that you care about or a cause that you care about? Do they do anything outside of themselves where they're trying to, you know, push people to be better? And I think Abby and I, we just started the company, so we're very new. But when it comes to starting our culture, Abby and I talk about all the time, like, what do we want our culture to look like? We want to be able to foster an environment where people are willing to try new things and try new ideas and test new things and aren't afraid of failure. Where people are felt like they're encouraged in their role and that there's room for growth for them and that they are always encouraged to also take time for themselves to prioritize mental health, all those things. Those things are also impactful when it comes to your internal team, taking care of your people and making sure they're taken care of. And that's something that's really important that some companies, you can tell they don't care about their employees. They're like, I don't care about your mental health. I don't care about all these things. You're just going to work, 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 work. And here's an extra, here's an extra pay. Like here, here's an extra raise or whatever. And instead of, and they just throw money at the problem instead of actually caring for the people inside of them. So you have to think about internally, do they have a great culture? And then also, are they giving back or do they support a cause that you support? And that's not like necessary. Like if you support a cause and they don't give to like, I mean, it's not like you're not going to work for them. But at the same time, it's something to think about because a lot of companies do work to give back. Like even we've had John on the cycle station. He's only a year old with his cycle studio, but it's so successful and I'm telling you, Abby, every month he does huge community outreach work, like outreach work. Like this month is holiday hams. And so they're doing all these holiday hams to give to families in need. They're also doing a canned food drive for canned food for the food bank and everything going on. They've also done meals for the homeless. They've also done like these gifts for soldiers. They do like every month is like a whole different type of give back. They did a school supplies drive toys for tots like they they do everything and I love seeing that because I'm like this is so it makes you feel like wow they really care about the community instead of just internally themselves and going into the next thing too about like ways to care about our community that kind of segues us into looking for ways to care or to use your career within the community I kind of gave my small example of orange theory and boost your brand but like Look for ways outside of your career that you can help people. For example, if you are a lawyer, right, and you're so passionate about what you do, well, maybe you're at the gym and you see someone in need who's in need of a lawyer, but maybe they can't afford you or maybe they're struggling. You then, as a lawyer, can go into your community, your your gym or your church or your whatever group you're part of and go in and say, hey, like, I'd love to just like, talk to you and give you some advice or whatever. And even though it might not be paid, that's you doing a good service and you you finding purpose in your career. My dad, for example, orthopedic surgeon, he'll be at a sports game, right, with all these like 10-year-old kids. And they'll be running around. He might be watching a friend of a friend or a friend's kid. And then they get hurt. And they're on the ground. Who's the first person that rushes out there if there's no one like on the team that's actually in charge? He is. And he'll go out and he'll help. And he'll say, does this hurt? Does this hurt? And he'll be like, hey, you know, either this person needs to go to the ER or this person just needs to get wrapped or this person should make an appointment and give us expertise and help within the community. And so that gives you a purpose. When it comes to the topic of this episode, finding purpose in your career, that gives you a purpose because you're not only able to help within your career, but you're now able to go out into the community and help 
you know, all these different people in the community as well. Like even John, we don't market for John with the cycle station, but I'll mention different marketing tactics to help him. And I'll mention different things that he should be trying and kind of like hold him accountable and ask him questions and work with him. And that's really just because it gives me that sense of purpose and that passion. I just love helping people when I can. Yes. And I think that's really, really something that also provides fulfillment in you because you're taking your skills and you're using them for the greater good. Another point, our last point, is to go above and beyond inside your company. So seek ways to leave an impact on different people in that space, whether it's a coworker, a boss, a new employee, somebody can give advice to, somebody that just needs a kind pat on the back and some encouragement. Make sure that you can leave an impact as well. When it comes to serving your purpose, this should come easy to leave your impact because you are serving your purpose. But sometimes we forget just the little things are what help others that are in need. I know that when it comes to this, I've always tried to mentor others because I feel like I wouldn't be where I am today without the mentors that I've had in life. And so I'll go and I'll see if there's anything going on with anybody that I see I can help, I will go and look to help mentor them or get them through whatever situation. If they're challenged in any skill set, maybe mentor them in that. But that is intellectual property. It does not cost me anything. It costs me time. And that is a very valuable asset. But at the end of the day, if that's what I'm giving, that's not too much to give for the greater good. Yes. Amen. And I think too, it's important. Like as we talk about as women, we have this podcast with homegirl hustlers. It's important to seek, like actively seek out ways to leave an impact. Like I said, like when I'm thinking about my purpose outside of myself, I'm like me having that grit and pushing through even when I'm exhausted and tired and on those days that I want to quit. It's like there are so many other people who are counting on me. And even Christian Guzman, I don't know if you guys know who that is, but he owns Alpha Land and Alpha Lead. He posted this video. It was actually repurposed from a few months ago, but he literally like doesn't sleep. Like the man pulls all-nighters all the time. He owns lots of companies. He's building generational wealth. He is grinding and exhausted 24-7, but working. And he has a team that documents kind of it all for him, which is really nice. And, and he's just killing it. But he talks on there. He's like, I don't, he goes, you have to have a purpose that's like outside of yourself. Like I don't work. He's like for just me. He's like, I've got employee salaries to pay when that's on the line. When I got to take care of my people, like you'll realize how hard you're actually willing to go and how far you're going to go to really help those people. And then he's like, if I quit, if I just stop, if I just, you know, just throw it all away, he's like, that's saying that it's okay for everyone who watches me and who's coming after me, that it's okay for them to do the same. And so he's like, I understand that. And that's why I'm doing this. This is, it's deeper. It means more. I want people to watch me and to watch me succeed. And he even invited like his competitor Gymshark, which is like, they have their own set of gyms. They have their own clothing line. They have their own stuff. He invited him over and it was like, I guys, I share this on my story. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But it was like Alpha Elite and Gymshark at Alpha Elite's like headquarters at Alpha Land. And they're walking through and they're just like looking at designs and looking at equipment and looking at all these things. And they were like, Christian posted a post and he said, truly successful people want others to succeed. 
And then the other guy, the competitor, posted a picture of them together saying, like, something about, like, changing the game for the fitness industry or, like, lifting the fitness industry or something like that. But it was basically, like, they both want the same thing. Their goal is the same thing. They want a better atmosphere for the fitness industry. They want better technology, better equipment, better material for the clothing. They just, they want that for, then they want people to fall in love with fitness and to fall in love with their routines and to be dedicated and to be motivated. And I just thought that was like the coolest thing ever because they're so purposeful with their career that it takes away the fear of competition. Cause it's like at the end of the day, we both have the same purpose and we're both going to work. And it's like iron sharpens iron type thing. Man, I love when competitors do that. I think that's so cool. I think that's amazing. And honestly, it's like even just calling, you never know how you can help each other. Like you never know how you can be complimentary to somebody, even if it looks like they have it all together, even if it looks like the biggest threat, you never know. You literally never know. That is very, very true. I think that's a great point to end on, Homegirl Hustlers. So just a little bit of a recap how to find purpose in your career, looking for these actionable ways on how to start finding that purpose in your career. First thing to think about is what is your purpose in life? What are you here for? Because you are here for a reason. You are here for a purpose, but you got to figure that out. And then obviously, Abby and I talked about, you know, our faith and what that means to us and how important that is. And the second thing to think about is what you're passionate about, what lights you up, hobbies, passions, things that you do when you're bored. And then when you're thinking about that, think about a career that combines both your purpose and your passion. Do you enjoy the work? Is it a good fit for you? Does it provide reasonable compensation? Does it fill in need? Is it going to help you give back and give you a chance to give back? Seek out an impactful organizational culture. Make sure internally and externally it's healthy. And then look for ways to use your career within your community. Don't just have an impact within your company. Have an impact within your community with your career. And then go above and beyond inside your company. Seek active ways to leave an impact on your coworkers, your boss, whether that's giving kind words, mentoring, advice, or helping others when they need it. So thank you so much for listening, Homegirl Hustlers. We will see you next Wednesday for another episode. Remember to follow us on social media. And then, of course, as always, DM us if we have any like ideas for topics that you want to hear from or guest speakers you want to hear from because we're always all ears. See you later, home grasslers.